G'day punters, welcome to the Sydney preview show. We've got the Everest, we've got the Gods, the Osco. Uh, I think that's it for famous landmarks. Uh, I'm not sure what the other races are named after, but uh, looking forward to a meeting that has a bit of fat on it from first impression. Mark Sheehan, Mark Roon both join me. Uh, Mark Sheehan, what did you think just going through the form for the first time? No, plenty of uh, runners in most races and uh, looks a good betting card. So, uh, yeah, something to get our teeth into. Mark Roden, is there one race in particular that you think uh, stands out more than any of the others? Yeah, the Everest. Good. It's an interesting race with a lot of angles, but, um, yeah, I agree. I think there's a few chances in most races and um, might be a decent betting program. All right, very good. We're going to preview races five through race nine. Uh, we'll start with race five, which is the Kosciuszko. Uh, we'll bring up the, the market, which is the best of the fixed odds available at this stage, and then followed by my speed map. Uh, Mark Sheehan, I'll start with yourself. Uh, it's me has been a horse that you've had plenty of time for so far, this preparation. Are you going back to the well once more? Looks a little bit skinny at the odds at the moment for me. I'd, I'd probably like a little bit uh, better price. There has a report come through today also that it had some mucus in it on antibiotics. So, But we have seen that uh, in the past uh, surrounding this race. I think... Uh, Clearly, Innocent had the bar plates on and everyone was bagging in at one by about 10 with a 10 on his chest. So <laughs> I don't know if this is going to go down the same track. Um, don't know if I could take 245. The sectionals have been outstanding with all the twins. Um, but uh, I've got it around $3.310. Uh, I thought uh, Fender was a bit of value, actually, the stable mm. mate. And I didn't mind redouble from barrier number one if the fence is okay. Just a couple of roughies there. Look, I think the favourite will be very hard to beat, but uh, just a little bit shorter than what I've got it priced. Mark Roden, is it a case of if the favourite does what it has done at either of its last two starts, it basically just wins? Yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, I suppose the little doubt is it's it's been running against horses that would be, you know, a 1,000 to 1 in this. And mm. there's a few tough old campaigners in this and it'll be it's the first time it's been in a race put it that way um that said the times it's been running suggests it's it's pretty good um and should be able to cope with the class rise um i've got it on top it's the same for me I've, I've, it's a pricing issue i've got it a little bit shorter 280 but still um you know in the big field and any she missed the start um terribly um two starts back you wouldn't want to be doing that on saturday uh, so I wouldn't want to be charging into 240 odd. Um, I actually like handle the truth a bit, even 59 kilos and all. He jumped out of the ground in this race second enough to win it last year with Nash on. Nash goes back on tomorrow. I'd, I'm sure you know his entire preparation has been geared towards this uh, this race. If he can produce a similar run to last year, he's right in it and could even knock off the favourite. And I think at the price, it's the way I'd rather go um, betting-wise. Um, Front page is an interesting runner. It's a couple of its wins last preparation, one at um, Albury, actually, and one down the straight at Flemington, looked absolutely sensational. Pretty flat at Caulfield as favourite first up, I thought, but if it can find some of that, you know, really uh, exhilarating sort of form it showed in those two wins last prep, it can run a race as well. Um, not sure whether being on speed is going to be a massive plus on Saturday with the North East Toy again as well, I should point out. But... Um, yeah, good race. It's me, the obvious favourite, just a touch short for me. Handle the truth, the value, um, and that's the way I'll, I'll attack it, I think. Yeah, I was pretty bullish on It's Me and have been for the last probably month or so, but yeah, the, the news today hasn't been 
ideal. So I'll just leave it till late. We may very well get that better price, but I'll just yeah. get uh, the man who's in form, Rob Scurry, just give it the seal of approval in the yard. And if he says launch, I'll launch. And if he doesn't, I'll sit on my hands. So it's uh, really about it for me. I couldn't really find a, a second pick that, that stood out uh, at the price at this stage. Uh, race six on the card, uh, another horse that's been in relatively decent form in terms of the track and trip is Deprive, and it comes up $2.90 here, best available at this stage, leading the Sydney Stakes field. Um, Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. This is obviously a race for the, the leftovers out of the Everest. Uh, did you like one more than the other? Look, I do like Deprive. He won this race last year, and I think he has been actually set for this race. He, he paraded a little bit above himself the other day. He certainly didn't look screwed down, in my opinion. Uh, he's run uh, third there to to the uh, the really good horses in the lead-up to the Everest uh, Libertini and Classic Legend in fast time. Admittedly, he won't get the same sort of speed up front here, but he's got an outstanding record at Ramick, and this race, to my eye, looks a lot thinner than it was last year. So um, I think if with natural improvement from that first up run, it looks the one to beat. The one I was a little bit frightened of was Irithea, who uh, I thought has trialled okay, and from that inside draw, good position up near the speed. The other one that looked a little bit of overs to me was Military Zone. Put the blinkers on, I thought he trialled okay in the blinkers, but I think the favourite will win Deprive. Mark Roden, uh, what price have you got Deprive at this I'm about three dollars, but I'm not. Yeah. This isn't a final draft by any means. I'm, there's a couple of ways I could look at it. He will be. I mean, if they're running on down the middle, and it should be established by race six, and I suspect they will be. He might be really well suited, and clearly the one to beat. Um, if not, um, a couple I wanted to give a chance to stand out. The market's found today. I've been against him. Well, he's just been outgraded. I think in his. Um, uh, two runs so far this prep. Uh, also, he wasn't suited punching on outside the leader on a day when it was hard to lead uh, last time outside Nature Strip, wasn't it? Um, yeah, so I um, mean, totally unsuited there. We'll go much better with the trail. Nash sticking with him. If he, if he can be like three pairs back with cover, I think he can improve. And the other one I'm giving a silly chance to is um, Special Reward, who just didn't cope at all with a fast run 1500 up at Newcastle last time. But has really good 1,200-metre form and um, could improve. Um, so I'm still – I'm not going to declare what I'm doing in this race yet. I'll probably wait and see for the day, in fact. Um, yeah, if, if if it is looking swooperish with that northeasterly wind, then Deprive could well be the one. But um, there's a couple of others I could uh, entertain as well. Yeah, I was pretty happy to have something on Deprive, uh, the 9am price, and then, yeah, save on special reward. I just watching that replay back at Newcastle just didn't seem to be particularly comfortable at any stage, was a little bit wide early and then didn't necessarily roll as far forward as thought they might have. It just seemed a bit of a, a lost race uh, from that point of view. So those are the two I'd be looking to play there. Um, where'd you match Trumbull? Uh, towards the back. Yep. It's, just, it's a horse. Well, that, that one day it, it won, it jumped, just yeah. jumped and straight to the front, uh, Jay McDonald, but... Um, that's one in about 20, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. It's, it's like he flopped out of the trials again the other day, so yeah. you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, I, I, I just assumed back, but yeah, who knows. <clears throat> All right, let's move on to the main event, the Everest, uh, $15 trillion race, and over the 1,200 once more. Uh, Mark Sheen, there's heaps of angles here. Uh, which way have you settled? Uh, 
don't like Nature Strip. I know it's been well back. Leave me out of it. I like uh, Sleek Legend and Geek Trail. I think they map nicely. Uh, I'm going to stick with uh, Classic Legend, give it another go. Just uh, the fact that it's had to run closer to the race rather than Geetra. Um, who I notice has been beaten five times at 1,200 metres round the bend. He's only won once up the straight, which uh, getting into his form a little bit uh, deeper has certainly interested me. Um, thought Tefani uh, didn't have a great deal of luck last start. Um, wasn't a bad run. Um, she hasn't drawn all that well. Her and Libertini are both uh, drawn uh, to go right back and they may be giving away a big start, so they really need Nature Strip to be running along at a fast clip here for those to be running on from the back. But we did see those horses run second and third from the back last year behind Yes, 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 so there could be plenty of speed on. But for me, number three, Classic Legend. Okay, very good. Mark Roden, for yourself? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm supposed to be on Nature Strip, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, for, I mean, it was eight dollars when we spoke a fortnight ago. You know, straight after the, yeah. his yeah. defeat, um, and that's actually his worst run for since he really blew up in the Oakley Plate a couple of years ago, or eight months ago. Um, so he's coming off a really bad one. Um, he was eight dollars then; he's four odd now, which seems pretty discounted to me. Um, yeah. yeah uh, so, notwithstanding my three dollar nature. I actually like Guitra. I take the point about 1,200. That concerned me a little bit too. But um, I think the key to him might be being fresh. And he's had um, six weeks off here between runs. Um, I think keeping him fresh is um, the real key to him. Um, I know it was 1,000 metres and sort of fell into his lap. But, you know, he's, he was really strong through the line there first up. But I'm going to gamble on him at 1,200. I think the price is acceptable. Uh, Classic legend, just been rock solid this prep. Um, well documented that he was unsuited last time, still ran second to Libertini. Look, looks to map really well here. And I too like Tefani a bit. I think it's fair to say she will have a lot left from that run down the straight at Flemington. Um, never really let, got to let down at all. Um, wouldn't surprise to see her jump out of the ground. Her best ever run was at this track when in the all aged, admittedly at 1400. But if the speed is on, um, I give her a good chance, and I think she's over the odds. So I would say my approach would be Gitra and Smaller on Tefani. Yeah, I've only got two that are really approaching a, an overlay at this stage. I was pretty disappointed and not exactly sure why Nature Strip firmed so much from the start of the week to yeah. this point other than the barrier draw, but um, I expect that might correct itself a little bit more on the day. But Gitra and Tefani as well, uh, they're horses that are slight overlays. Um, Libertini almost, but uh, I, I don't think it's going to be a huge spend race for me at this stage unless the market really changes, uh, getting closer towards a jump. But it's obviously an interesting race. There'll be heaps of opinion going into it. Uh, not sure about race eight, though. Uh, the Craven Plate, the group three over 2,000 metres. Mark Sheen, I'll go to you first of all. Um, do you, you have, have a play? <laughs> yeah, I, I do. <laughs> Um, oh, just I'm just scratching my head over this race totally. Like Star of the Seas does have a little bit of weight for age form now. Of course, uh, second at Colding, and he didn't look like he had any luck. But he's going to 2,000 for the first time on a pretty hard track. Uh, I don't know if I could come at evens. He might he might win by five, but uh, I don't think I could uh, come at him. I had something on Vanna Girl and the uh, the Epsom. She went disgraceful, but. Um, 
she had a bit of an ordinary preparation perhaps going into that. She hadn't run for a while. I thought a run in the tramway uh, before that was okay. So I doubt that I'll have a bet in the race, but if I do, I'll probably be on Vanagirl if she parades okay. What are you making of Scarlet Dream? It was heavily backed last week, and here it is on the quick backup. Well, it's Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, yeah. It isn't really. It, uh, she has got good form, and, and sometimes she runs really well first up, and then she goes poorly second up, which seems to be the, the case in this point, but they're backing up within seven days. I, I really couldn't find a seven-day backup in her form. Maybe I've missed it, but um, maybe she's done well this day. We'll uh, considering giving her another run. I've got to say, she didn't look fantastic before the race last mm. week. She looked maybe one run off. I thought she'd improve a little bit more than she had, so maybe she was still a touch underdone, but was still an awful run, though. Mark Roden, can you get Star of the Seas close to evens? Close. Um, if it was sixteen hundred, well, it would be a different feel if it was sixteen hundred. But yeah, the, the, the two thousand is the little issue. I've got it two twenty. It's a bit like that race last week uh, or two weeks ago. Um, the one that Colding won, in fact, the, the Hill Stakes. Um, there's not much. It's a wait for age race with the field of handicappers really. Um, Star of the Seas has to be favoured by default. I'm the same. I want to back than a girl at. Better than $5. I've got about 4.40. I think I'm just going to forgive the Epsom run and assume from gate four. Um, she has raced close a couple of times in Queensland um, uh, in the past. And from gate four, they had the opportunity to use that barrier and settle, settle in the front half of the field at the very least. And I think she could be a big improver. Uh, she's probably the only other horse in the field other than Star of the Seas um, and maybe Natoya a lifetime ago that aren't terribly suited at wait for age. So mm. I've really narrowed it down to Star of the Season, Vanagirl, and at the current prices, Vanagirl's the um, the better value. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a yucky race overall. I, I half found Rontanella uh, to begin with, but not sure the map's going to be suitable. But uh, I'm also expecting the price to probably drift from what it is currently, best available 12. I think we might get out towards 20, in which case I'll just have a very small bet on that. Not sure um, that horse is suited last start. They've got blinkers on Pete and they're going to ride her closer, so um, she could be a lot further uh, up near the lead uh, on Saturday. All right, excellent. I'll throw that into the map and correct it there, but yeah, that's probably the only way I'm leaning at this stage. Uh, Star of the Seas, I've got 260, and even then, if I think if it got to 260, I'd be pretty hesitant about backing it significantly. Um, race 9, St Ledger, 2600, another race that probably isn't going to be inspiring too much confidence from anyone, but Mark Sheen, I'll throw to you first. Well, this looks a better betting race than the previous. Mm. Um, look, I think Parsa Glory's been luckless at his last two. He's drawn very badly on both occasions. They rode him forward at Newcastle on the speed, and he was very game there. Then they went back uh, in the Metrop, and that was a race where they just pulled up in the middle stages. Um, he was one of the few horses that made ground from the back. He was passage in the straight, so I think from a much better barrier, barrier number five, Kieran McAvoy on. Uh, I think that he finds a suitable race here past the glory uh, from Brimham Rocks, who had no luck in the Metrop as well. So I like number seven. Okay. Mark Roden, anything for yourself in the St Ledger? Very similar. Um, I see the market have Brimham Rocks, um, Paths of Glory, Attorney and She's Ideal all pretty close together, but I've got the Metropolitan form of a half a level or a level above the, uh, the other. Um, so I'd like to back, I've got Parts of Glory favourite just ahead of Brimham Rocks. I think the market's slightly the other way around, but I'd, I think I'd just like to back both and um, I'm pretty confident one of the two will win. Um, 
Path of Glory, yes, totally unsuited. And the Metropolitan Brimham Rocks had a really had a wide run and gets Jay McDonald on. So I, I think one of the two uh, will likely win and happy to back both. Yep, I've got the same too. So all of a sudden I'm feeling slightly more confident. Uh, Brimham Rocks marked uh, shorter than what it currently is and Paths of Glory about there. So I'm happy to back one, save the other, unless something drastically goes wrong. Very good. All right. Uh, best. Exactly. That was easy. Um, best bets, value bets, lay bets. Mark Shan, I'll start with yourself. Anything on the card that takes you fancy? Yeah, I like Deprive, and I think Pass for Glory would be very hard to beat. Lay, I don't like Forbidden Love in the 1,400-metre race. It's got 59 kilos. First crack at the trip, I think she'll struggle with the weight and the trip, so I'm taking her on in the fourth. All right, very good. Mark Roden, for yourself, anything that you really like on the card? Uh, I'm not quite finished yet, but I'll, for my best, I'll make it that um, St. Ledger, um, Cards of Glory and Rimmon Rocks. Okay, very good. And I'll stick with Deprive in the sixth as well. All right, very good. Thank you to you both. Uh, all the best for the weekend. Enjoy the day, Mark Shan, being on course. I'm sure, well, I guess there's going to be a number of people there. It's probably not going to be as mad as the previous few years, though. No, I think it's up to 10,000, so... Um... It'll be a bit more subdued than recent years. Um, <laughs> they've been on the turps here at about 10 o'clock in the morning and <laughs> the other years, so it might be a bit quieter. Oh, bloody good. And Mark Roden, uh, you can be joining me in lockdown for another yeah. weekend, but, you know, what's the, what's the difference? It all seems the same now. Yeah. Um, but you'll be having a busy weekend, no doubt, with uh, a few other meetings going on as well? Uh, yeah, we've got provincials uh, <laughs> at uh, New... Castle, isn't it? Yeah, Newcastle on Saturday, and uh, well, we've had a, we've had a really busy run the last two weeks, and I think it just quietens down a little bit next week. But um, yeah, always plenty on. All right, excellent. Uh, I'll join you both on Monday. We'll talk about it with Rob Scurry. Until then, go well, guys. Thanks very much.